thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. I don't know. So you could hold me. If you know how hard it is to nail this, just saying. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna log in. There we go, people. And It's a beautiful day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, it is, people. When trouble seems to rain on It rains on your dreams, people. It's not a big, not a big deal. Nope. Let it wash all the bugs off the windshield. Windshield. Showing me. Showing me. In you, I'm free. That's right, people. And you're still the refuge that I've just to get to so I won't let a day go won't let a day go by so put the drop top down turn it up I'm ready to fly and ooh there's something about the way you sunshine's on my face it's a love so true I can never get enough of you this feeling can't be wrong I'm about to get my worship on take me it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it is, people. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. I've got no need to worry. That's right, people. I've got no room for doubt. No matter what's going on. I have a teddy bear behind me. You'll always be yeah, I beautiful. Do. I sing about. There ain't no limitations. So your amazing grace. Your amazing grace. And there's something about the way your love shines on my face. Oh no, I can never get enough of you. This feeling can't be wrong. I'm about to get my worship on. I'm gonna sing a brand new song. Yeah, I'm about to get my worship on. Take me away on this beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out. Cool or what? You know what? I have to tell you that that is Jamie Grace Collins, and this is her little baby girl right there. Wait, hold on. I'll point to it. Point to her. Okay, this is her girl. That's her husband. Wait, there we go. Okay, this is her. Wait, I can do this. (laughs) This is her girl right there on the right or left, whatever it is. That's her, her dad. That's, that's Jamie Grace's husband. And that's Jamie Grace's nephew. 
because Morgan, her daughter, or her, her daughter, her sister, just had her little, her, had her son, like, a couple of days, literally, before Jamie had her daughter. Uh, is that cool or what? They just put their cousins, obviously. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, I just played that in honor of Jamie and Morgan having, you know, babies. I mean, seriously, is God cool or what, man? You know, he's he's like, he he literally, God ordained for Morgan and Jamie to be moms at the same time, almost exactly the same time they actually gave birth. Can you imagine the, the, the grandparents? I mean, seriously, all of a sudden, not only did they get their first grandchild born, but then they got their second one like in two weeks born. <laughs> I think the joy in that household is overwhelming. I'm sure it is. It probably is. Yeah, it is. Just like I'm sure some liberals are super happy today. <laughs> because Trump, yeah, President Trump, to be more respectful to the office of Presidente, uh, was just at a press briefing. It may be, you know, I don't know if it's still going on. I don't think it is. But anyway, he was there and um, he made some comments about uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, who is now leaving the White House, which, you know, hey, people, I just have to tell you that the mainstream media has crucified her, like, a million times over because, just because, because that's their favorite thing to do, is to crucify people who represent the president. And, it, and then, you know what, the media does it on both sides. I mean, if it, it, like when President Obama was, was our president for eight long years, when he was our president, the media also attacked the spokesperson that he had, and now President Donald Trump. Yep, they also attacked Sarah. You know what? You know what really though is astounding to me. However, when I was growing up, which was a long time ago, apparently, because I'm getting wrinkles here, like right here in my eyes and right here in my neck, I'm noticing some right wrinkles starting to come in. But I am 50, so hey, I'm just saying. But anyway, the thing is, is Sarah, the, the media are so mean that they, like, completely attacked her looks and stuff. Was, and I do not ever recall, maybe it's because I'm not aware, <laughs> but I don't ever recall the media actually attacking the looks of a man spokesperson, right? A male spokesperson. But they would go ahead and they would attack her because of how she looks and all that. And I just think that's so mean, people. I mean, it is. It's mean. Can't, can't we all get along? I mean, seriously, can't we not all get along? And just respect people, even if you don't agree with their political views, can't you all just get along and be nice to people? I was sharing, um, I was sharing with, uh, uh, somebody this morning at a networking meeting that I play pickleball. I know, I know, you all know that already if you if you watch me all the time. Coming soon, pickleball faith. <laughs> but I play pickleball, and my friends that I play pickleball with not, are not all conservative, and they're not all liberal, right? And yet, can you believe it? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. When we get on the pickleball court, it's like I'm not sitting there with my ball in my hand getting ready to serve to JR, who's more liberal than me, and... And, like, just really want to smack it by him. And then when I hit the ball, hit it at his head just because he's a li more liberal than me. <laughs> and my friend, 
Kim, who's more, who's conservative like me, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like thinking to myself, man, I'm just going to hit it easy to Kim because she's like conservative. No, all that goes out the door. Hey, I'm on the pickleball court. Yeah, I am. And all I care about is making sure that my opponent does not hit the ball where I can't hit it back because I want to win my, you know, if I'm serving, I'm, I want to keep my serve and keep getting points. And if I'm not serving, I want to make sure I hit the ball so that they lose so I can get the serve and I can make points because you can only make points when you serve in pickleball, unlike tennis where you can score on both sides when, whenever you're playing. <sighs> so there you have it. There's your pickleball analogy of the day. But anyway, Bareface, do you have any comments? Do you play I, better when you're playing against liberals or conservatives? Does I it matter? It Does doesn't it? matter. I sure. don't. I don't know I their political. Should. If, <laughs> I mean, I'm not aware of their political affiliations when playing pickleball. I am because I know who they are. I just. It really doesn't matter when it comes to pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> no, and my point was to Erica, this lady that I met this morning, was that there was actually an article written a while back about these two men. They were on the opposite political spectrum. <laughs> And they actually, when they found out that they both love pickleball, but they opposed each other, they actually got upset. And this is coming back to me. One of them got upset because the other one was wearing a political shirt that the guy didn't like. And they, they almost got in a fight. I think they actually did, too. They got, like, in a fight. But then they found out they both like pickleball. <laughs> and they became friends. It's like, oh, you like pickleball? Oh, my gosh, no. We can be friends now. Yay. I mean, come on. You know, seriously. So the media and how they treat Sarah is like, hello, people. She's a person, you know, just like Donald Trump. Hey, you might not like how he combs his hair or what he did with Cuba recently, but, you know, or how he treats women or talks about women or, or in my case, how he he decides to go ahead and advocate for homosexuality, the decriminalization of it all over the world. I hate that about the guy, but I... But if I had an opportunity to meet him, I'm certainly not going to, you know, going to go, well, no. Hmm. Discount his humanity. No, I would like say. Like somehow he's subhuman because I, I disagree yeah, with I'd his political. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, wow, the apprentice, I'd say Donald Trump, you're fired. <laughs> like, I know this. You're fired from being my president. That's my wish. <laughs> How is it the, yeah, the cobra strike you? Fine. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. Okay. Hey, Donald but, Trump was better than Obama. Just saying. Uh, you know, I was talking to you yesterday about this. Why should have held back? But you know, there's this article I can't remember. It was <laughs> it was on the Guardian. I don't remember Brian. Somebody I think it was the. I don't remember. Doesn't but matter. But making this big deal. Who writes these things doesn't matter. Yeah, Trump had treated, tweeted. He needs to stay off Twitter. But uh, <laughs> Trump, Trump had tweeted. No, Trump had tweeted that um, some of the fact that uh, about NASA's plans and and uh, and NASA, you know, is um, should you know is there you know cons uh, they're talking about going to the moon. We did that fifty years ago. We should concentrate. You know, the, you know, it's you know we should focus on Mars. You mm -hmm. know, of which the moon is a part. And, you know, defense and science and anyway. And then this article goes on for paragraphs and paragraphs. But, oh, what an idiot. And how outside of, 
uh, you know, it's, it's just against all, you know, scholarship and experts, you know, and on astronomy and astrophysics, you know, there's no way that the moon could be a part of Mars and, you know, what a dunderhead basically. And, um, <laughs> and then the, then the author, only you could use the word like dunderhead. And then, then the author admits, um, you know, concedes like just before the end of, end of the article, there is a possibility that he could have meant that the moon is included in plans of going to Mars or can be included. It's like, okay, well, what's, what's the more logical conclusion when he said, when he talked about plans of going to Mars and then he said of which the moon is a part, <clears throat> is it more logical to, to assume that he meant the moon is a part of Mars or part of the plans of going to Mars? Well, let's see. Well, if he meant it's a part of Mars, that means for the 70 plus years he's been alive, he doesn't remember anything, you know, he's ever heard about astronomy, anything he's seen, nice guy, you're... Remember. Yeah, you know, you're disturbing your dog. Yeah. You're scaring your dog, who's on my lap. Yeah. Anyway. Power. Yeah. In the palm of my hand. Anyway, noisemaker <laughs> in the palm of your hand. <laughs> I know. Go, go ahead. I heard yeah, this already last night. I know, dinner, but just, but just, just, just to it. make the point. Basically, is it is it make more sense to assume that he's some kind of savant that can build multiple million dollar corporations, <laughs> but doesn't can't discern the Mars Mars from the Moon, or that he meant that the Moon was part of the plans of going to Mars? You know, but who cares? Exactly. I mean, who gives a... But a lot of people do. You know what? And, 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 you know, we'll choose it as a battleground. And looking, and we'll look at this, <laughs> we'll look at the, you know, headline story, the tweet, and I'm looking at some of the responses to it, the replies, and it's like, well, should we look, grow should, up, Should people. we look at the, the video that I sent you on we Twitter can. about Sarah? We can. Let's, the ABC News piece? Yeah, the, the Twitter thingy. Yeah, Twitter people, thingy. let's, in case you missed all the breaking news coverage on Periscope and everywhere else all over the world, <laughs> I am a news high, I am a news jacker, people. Yeah, I am. I use that, use the Twitter hashtag code in order to draw more people to come into the show. Yeah, I did. Because that's what we do in the media when we're not using gavels to get power. Actually, wait, hold on a minute. My bad, I forgot all about this. Hold on a second. Just a second, people. Sounds better that way, doesn't it? Would you think this or that? It's annoying in any, any, yeah. any case. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. It actually reminds me of croquet when I was a kid. You know, if I had my pickleball, I'd definitely be doing that. I know, you people, actually, you know, some of you are just sticks in the mud. Just saying. And some of you really need to learn to have a little bit of fun, just saying, like go play pickleball or buy a gavel. You would be surprised how many people ask me if I'm a lawyer just because I carry this. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question. Do you think real lawyers walk around carrying a gavel? <laughs> judges, perhaps, but not, a, not an attorney. Most judges are lawyers, though. <laughs> or were. All right, so you got it all queued up? Okay. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, uh, what's with all the pickleball talk, Bob? Hey, hey, I have a book coming out called Pickleball Faith. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
you're going to buy it after I publish it. Should we get to the video? We're going to get to the video. Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and play this video. Live ABC News special report. Press Secretary Sarah Sanders is leaving the White House. Just so you know, in case you haven't figured it out. All right. Okay. Month. Let's listen to what to they To return say. home to Arkansas, the president calling her, quote, a very special person, praising her for doing an incredible job. Senior level administration sources telling ABC News that Sanders gathered members of her staff late this afternoon to inform them of her departure. It's been 94 days since Sanders last held a formal White House press briefing. Monday, March 11th, President Trump has not named a successor. <coughs> we do want to bring in our chief White House correspondent, Jonathan Carl, because John Sarah Sanders has been with this president for a very long time, given the track record of many of his other top level staffers. And in fact, she was the second press secretary for this president. Uh, she took over when Sean Spicer uh, abruptly resigned uh, last July, I mean, July of 2017. Uh, she has been with the president from the start. She was there uh, during the campaign. And although she had effectively stopped doing briefings, you mentioned more than three months since the last White House briefing, she had become an incredibly important and close advisor to the president. David, she is one of, I believe, only three White House staffers who had accompanied him on each and every one of his trips abroad. And in many of those recent trips, she was part of the president's tight delegation in meetings with foreign leaders. Even during those two summit meetings with Kim Jong-un, Sarah Sanders, the press secretary, was sitting there at the table with the president. That is something I have uh, covered a dozen different press secretaries, four different presidents. I have never seen a press secretary play a role that prominent, that close to the president. So although the public has seen much less of her uh, in, in recent months, really over the past year, uh, she has been uh, one of the president's absolute closest and most important advisors. As John Carl points out there, in many ways, Sarah Sanders has taken on a much larger role than the typical role of the press secretary at the White House, just traveling with the president on his overseas trip. In fact, part of that royal welcome by the queen in the UK. I'm joined now by Cecilia Vega, who also covers the White House for us. And Cecilia, you and I have talked about the role that Sarah Sanders has had from the very start, uh, which has been sort of atypical from what we've seen in the White House and previous administration. She's been right at the president's side. She's been in the Situation Room, and she's been with him on foreign trips. Yeah, I, I think back to these images we've seen that come out of the White House, David, of Sarah Sanders right there in the Situation Room with the president, making, uh, helping him make decisions and inform decisions right alongside him. Uh, let's also remember back to those days when Sarah Sanders did, in fact, used to brief the press. Those were very contentious press briefings often, and she sparred regularly with a number of reporters in that room. And And she is leaving, I think many would say, with her credibility in question uh, right now, David, because the Mueller report, which just came out at the end of April, revealed that Sarah Sanders had acknowledged uh, that her repeated claim in 2017 that she had personally communicated with countless FBI agents who told her they were unhappy with the president, uh, she ended up saying that that was a slip of the tongue, and she admitted that it was uh, not true, that she had been speaking falsehoods at that podium. And, uh, and you know, that that is a position uh, where she is speaking on behalf of the White House to the American people. So I think she is, she, there, there are big questions about her credibility right now. We don't know the reason uh, why she's leaving. We have no idea if it was uh, doubtful connected to the Mueller report at all. But, um, but, but she is certainly out. And she's someone who rose through the ranks of the campaign. Uh, and it's worth saying that there are very few people left in the president's inner circle who were there for that long. 
as you rightly point out, Cecilia, uh, Robert Mueller did take aim at Sarah Sanders in his uh, very lengthy report after two years of investigating. In fact, uh, his report said that Sanders told this office that her reference to hearing from those countless members of the FBI was a, quote, uh, slip of the tongue when she talked about <laughs> uh, there being a lack of confidence at the FBI for James Comey. I do want to get back to Jonathan Carl, who's at the White House, uh, in addition to Cecilia Vega, who's with us on the air. And, John, of course, this comes one day after our um, exclusive access to President Trump, not only at the White House there, but traveling with him on the campaign trail. Uh, absolutely. This was an interview that Sarah Sanders was very much involved uh, in setting up. Two days uh, worth of access uh, with George Stephanopoulos. There's uh, no suggestion that there's a connection here, but that was a hugely news-making interview and also, in some circles, a very controversial interview. Uh, I, I should also say, David, that I've had many conversations uh, with Sarah Sanders really over the past year where she has talked about the pressures of this job, the pressures on her family. She has uh, three young children all under the age of 10, uh, and, and she had uh, considered at various times uh, uh, leaving over the past year. So uh, although this does come as a, there was no warning for this uh, a specific move, it comes uh, a little bit out of the blue, as you said, comes right after the big ABC News interview. But it is uh, something that in a, in a larger sense is not all that surprising. Uh, this is a job that had taken a very big toll on, on Sanders and on her family. And John Carl, no surprise to you, in this divided country, people feel very strongly on both sides about Sarah Sanders, a very long-serving press secretary for President Trump. Many of her supporters saying that she stood up for the president, talked about his a record as he now campaigns for a second term. Her detractors will say there are questions about whether or not she was truthful along the way, given the Mueller report, which called into question her words in particular about the FBI, the culture there, and what FBI agents thought of James Comey. We'll have much more on the surprise departure of Sarah Sanders at the White House, a long-serving press secretary, and as we pointed out right here, she took on many other roles along with that role as press secretary. More of our live coverage on ABC News Live, our digital channel, abcnews.com, and of course, World News Tonight. I'll see you and in a short time breaking from now. breaking news, people. Have you noticed how serious these journalist guys are? Have you noticed that they're anchor people? It's like they never crack a smile. It's like, what's with them? Do they need prunes or something in their diet? Just saying. Hi, I am the anchor person for ABC News. Breaking news. Or uh, Sarah Sanders Huckabee. Or Sarah Huckabee Sanders is leaving the White House. Yeah, she is. She's the longest Trump spokesperson in the history of the Trump administration. Can you believe she lasted that long? <gasps> it's shocking, isn't it? Oh my gosh, people! Okay, now this is just a pop quiz. Just curious, how many of you know any president in modern history, okay, that actually had their press secretary their whole term? Like, seriously. Like, if they were in the White House twice, you know, two terms, did, did any of them actually have their press secretary for the whole two terms? I would venture to guess. No. Just saying, people. I would venture to guess. And by the way, breaking news, did you know that George H.W. Bush, number 41, is now on a postal stamp? Did you know that? Yep, they put the old geezer on a postal stamp to to commemorate him. So you can lick him and stick him. The, the Bush administration, I'm sure they would appreciate that. Just so you know. I just happened to see that on the USPS.com website. So, you can get your forever stamp with George H.W. Bush number 41 later. And I'm trying to fix my necklace. Um, 
trying to do it without looking at it. Just so you know. So here's what I think. Look, the White House, it's all politics, people. That's all it is. And you know what? America is still the best country in the whole world, people. Even though we're the most, you know, we spread all the most deviant behavior all across the world. And, and you know, our government is wishy-washy and blah, blah. You know what makes America great again? People like me. People like you. Who use social media to promote our ideas and our belief system. And so far we can keep doing it without getting, like, censored completely by the government. Just saying. You know, places like China, North Korea, places like that. They can't do what we're doing. They can't mock the president of their country openly without being killed, probably, in lots of those places. So, hey, I figure... You know, we may as well be an American and enjoy mocking the liberal media and how anchors on ABC News look all stiff and stuff. Because, you know, seriously, I know you're probably saying, Stacy, don't you give a crap about like the actual issues of the day? I'm like, yep. That's why I think that guy needs to get some prunes in his diet so that he could give a crap, actually. Let's <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm just, wait, I'm sorry. That was out of order. I should not have said that because that was just not befitting a Southern woman. Just saying. So uh, I, I apologize. <laughs> no, I don't. Just saying. I'm really not sorry. This is a sorry, not sorry moment. <laughs> uh, I'm here. Time to make dinner. I ate bad at Culver Shrimp and Onion Ring Stress Rain today. Okay, Annie. <laughs> okay. All right. Apology accepted. Bless your heart. <laughs> That's coming from somebody who lives in Clinton land. Okay. <laughs> Funny. Oh, Gina, you crack me up. Okay. All right. Actually, I have another new story. Um, you know, and here's the thing. I hope that, you know, I hope, you know, somebody said that Donald Trump, um, that they, they hoped that Sarah ran for governor, you know, of her state. Okay. That's cool. You know, it's all right. She can run for governor if she wants. Who can't, you know, why not? You know, somebody has to be somewhere. So why not? So, okay. So I found this other story. You're going to love this one. When I saw this headline, I was like, does that really say what I thought it said? But it does. Now, this is over on the Los Angeles Times, people. It's titled, The Working Witches of Los Angeles Just Want You to Be Your Best Self. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. Witches are among us, people. Yep. Yeah, they are. So, listen to this. It says, The Oracle... I got to scroll down so I can read it here. So, cause Randall's going to change it on me and I know it. So I'm going to try not to get all frazzled today. The Oracle of Los Angeles was feeling frazzled. It was already 2 PM and she had, hadn't had time to prepare lunch, much less wipe the ash, A-S-H, from her altar. <clears throat> A tarot card client had just left her yellow craftsman house in West Adams, evidenced by the smell of incense still lingering in the in the air within an hour she was scheduled to meet with another client who was a, who was struggling to complete a phd thesis 
In the meantime, she still had to prepare her weekly podcast, create a purifying ceremony for a new business, and get her nails done for a reality TV appearance. Any downtime would be consumed with writing. The second draft of her memoir was due to her publisher in a week. The Oracle, who is also goes by Amanda Yates Garcia, is a former arts educator with a Master of Fine Arts in Writing, Film, and Critical Theory from California Institute of the Arts. For the past eight years, she has made her living as a professional witch, performing energetic healings, intuitive empowerment sessions, and the occasional exorcism, while also teaching workshops on the art of magic online and at her home, independent stores, and sites like the J. Paul Getty Museum. So I have to say that I do find it interesting that, that a witch has done an exorcism. That's kind of interesting to me. Hmm. Anyway, it says here, the Oracle understands the value of marketing. So she also devotes several hours a week to her outreach, writing newsletters, updating her website, and sharing tips on social media on topics such as how to break a curse using the disruptive energy of a lunar eclipse. Uh, if you think being a witch is just sitting around doing spells all the time, you, you, you think wrong, she says. Half my business is being on Instagram. Yeah, it is. What do you think of when you hear the word witch? Pointy black hats? The Salem witch trials? The free-spirited members of the pagan religion Wicca? Today's working witches, whose prominence is growing thanks to social media, primarily see themselves as healers. They help clients who are struggling to cope with life's hurdles, heartache, aging, misogyny, work stress, and who find that more culturally accepted remedies such as therapy and meditation aren't enough. They want to help you to be your best self possible or be your best possible self. Or as the Oracle puts it, my contribution is to ellipsis, cultivate beauty and love in my clients and help them thrive. There's no official list of job duties for witches, no state licensing board that notes educational or training requirements, <clears throat> which means clients proceed at their own risk. Services run the gamut from herbal, uh, herbal workshops to love spells to communing with spirit guides. Some witches charge up to $200 an hour for their time. Yeah. Sarah, is that, wait a minute, is this, is this a new one? Yeah, Sarah... Ben Casa, a comedian and writer who started seeing the Oracle last August, says the sessions feel like part therapy, part religious ritual. I would say she's doing spiritual coaching. You can go see her the way you might see a rabbi or a pastor. Yates Garcia is quick to note that people should not use magic as a way of avoiding their problems, adding sometimes clinical help with a therapist, social worker, medical doctor, or a financial advisor is really what they need, just so you know. If you think all this witch talk is fringe thinking, it isn't. A 2017 survey from the Pew Research Center that examined New Age beliefs in America found that 40% of respondents believe in psychics and another 40% believe in inanimate objects like mountains and trees are imbued with spiritual energy. I also found that 33% of Americans believe in reincarnation, 29% believe in astrology, and 60% say they hold at least one of these new age beliefs. Anecdotal evidence seems to indicate the number of people who call themselves witches is growing. Yeah. Interest in witchcraft waxes and wanes, but it is waxing again, particularly among young women, says Helen Berger, a professor at 
Brandeis University, who has been studying witches and pagans for 30 years. At least half a dozen books on witchcraft have been released in the past six months alone. Museums and universities like LACMA, UCLA, UC Berkeley, and Smith are inviting witches to lecture and lead workshops on their campuses. I'm so glad I left California. And there are more places than ever to buy crystals, candles, incense, and other tools of the witch trade, both online and in stores. Here in, Cal here in Southern California, the magical supply shop ha House of Intuition opened in Echo Park in 2010. In the last few years, it's expanded into a full-fledged chain with storefronts in Pasadena, Long Beach, uh, Santa Monica, Highland Park, and West Hollywood. Instagram has also helped spread the word. Search the hashtag Witches of Instagram and you'll find 2.6 million posts, including spiritual affirmations, gothic selfies, and a substantial sprinkling of cats. Mm-hmm. Instagram has been a huge way to make magic and mysticism accessible for everyone, says Brie Luna, who goes by the name Hood Witch. Hood Witch. <laughs> and has 420,000 420, followers on the social media site. Old witches tried to dismiss it, but the internet has made it possible for black people, brown people, and trans people to be a part of this community and this movement, too. Sabina Magala, Maggie, somebody, an anthropologist at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, says the growing interest in magic and witchcraft is a natural response to a cultural moment in which many people feel marginalized and silenced. Uh-huh. She says a loss of faith in institutions, particularly the government and organized religion, has led large swaths of the population to feel unmoored like the world no longer makes sense. Studies have shown that people turn to magic and ritual in high-risk and high-stress situations, and that describes the world for a lot of people right now. People are flipped out. And what they didn't yeah, say is that they're flipped out because Donald Trump is our current president, just so you know. Anyway, <laughs> the queer witch or Bruja, who goes by Loba Loca, specializes in herbalism and traditional massage. However, much of Loba's work involves simply talking with clients, quote, pure counseling. <clears throat> and there's, there's a lot longer. I'm not going to read the rest of this. I think you kind of get the point, people. You know, it's, it's just, okay, so Bareface, you're the biblical scholar in this couple of us here that we are. What do you think of this? I mean, really, what do you people think in the chat room? Is there anybody on YouTube? What do you people on YouTube think? Is anybody out there listening anymore? I mean, well, the, scripture, the scriptures, both Old and New Testament, right. do not speak favorably of witchcraft. Um, no, it doesn't. Not at all. Nope. Um, and well, there's five people, so let's see. Uh, Sean is over there. Okay, and Rick. All right. Rick and Sean. Yeah, you are. Okay, go ahead. Oh, where am I going? Are you done? Is that all you had to say? Uh, no, no. Okay. So, Nair they, says it's forbidden. Right. And some of them are Christians, apparently. Yep. Yeah, I, I saw something not too long ago about something about Christian witches, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. Yeah, no. Actually, we did. We covered that a while back. That there was there was well, a big the Christian article about tarot it. cards and stuff like that. Yeah, but even more recently, I saw something about 
Uh, I can't remember where, but. Because you're 55. Yeah, but. Yeah, you are. It's it just comes Super old for it, man. You know, comes back to Romans chapter one. You know, for me as I see it, you know, all the although they knew God, they did not worship him as God, but chose to worship and serve the creation or the creature, as it says in the old King James, um, which now we pronounce creature, but it's creature, it's creation, it's the old English word for what has been created. Anyway, serve the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. And, and it's, it's, that's right. nothing new under the sun. I mean, that goes back... I mean, we see when... Annie says that we're adorable. Well, thank you. Okay, so you know, you know what we do? We go like this. Yeah. I, I don't know true. what that's about. It's like I a frame. frame. I think it's face, like frame your face. Well, we, we got this, this is for we, you, we, Annie. We've got these frames around our faces <laughs> right now. We don't need to do it with our fingers. Um, I learned that from Jamie Grace, actually. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Go on. Anyway, so... I think way back, I wasn't there, but I read about it. In Exodus, you know, when the presence of God came upon, uh, um, oh, come on. It was somebody. Mount, yeah. You forgot, didn't you? Yeah. The, the, mount, the mountain there. Um, mount Sinai? Yes. There we go. Good night. Mount Sinai. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Bible trivia, I won the prize. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> you know, the people okay. were telling, oh. To Moshe, to Moses, yeah, you go up and talk to God because you know this is too scary. You know we're gonna we're gonna stay down here because we don't want to deal with with you know this the smoke and thunderings and this voice and that's uh, it's not our thing. Uh, you go up like God wants you to do. We'll we'll just hang back here. He goes up, and while he's gone, well, he's been up there a long time. What do we do? Well, we fashion a calf, and we'll call it God. And Aharon, Aaron says, well, this is your God that delivered you out of Egypt. Same story, but but a whole different, you know, worship style. It turns into an orgy and all that. And so uh, we, well, we see it's, it's nothing new to some people. Like, oh, yeah, I acknowledge God. There is a God, but I don't want to, want to worship him as God. You know, that's a little too scary. You know, people... Hate the light, lest their deeds be exposed. So you know, build these these layers and barriers to, and then so, so they can have eventually, as Paul wrote to Timothy, you know, have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. So they turn to. I know you're waiting for me to shut up, Chicken Talk. I don't so, want to forget what I want to say. That's the thing. Anyway, they turn to creation, and as they do that, they're still looking for a spiritual connection. They look for a spiritual connection, the, the energy of the mountains and the trees and the dirt and whatever, and they do, in, do indeed find spiritual energy, but it's not the spirit of the rock or the tree or the mountain. It's, it's demons that they ultimately encounter, but go on. Yes. Okay. Do you remember a couple of days ago? You guys are not going to believe what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Oh my gosh. We're not going to show you the article. I will not post this article in my Facebook group. But I, I actually got this from, from Jeff Kinley who posted it on his Facebook. Okay. There's an article that says 
there's okay are you guys if there's children where you're at make them go play somewhere just for a second in case just in case okay even there you're too young for this you shouldn't even be listening to this you're an adult but you should you're too young to hear this hi hi okay so here's the thing okay so there's this article now we've heard of homosexual bisexual transsexual right We've heard of lesbians, transgender, all that, okay? Now, here's the thing. There's a thing now called an eco-sexual person, okay? Now, <clears throat> what an eco-sexual person is, is somebody who believes that having sex literally with the earth will actually help save the earth. So literally, you know... This article I have, and I actually, um, I I actually read the thing because I was like so slimed, because um, <clears throat> it's gross. I mean, it's 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 these people literally who are being naked and stuff, and they're instead of tree huggers, they're tree you something know whatever. else. Yes, okay, and or 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 mounds of dirt or whatever. Yes, and yeah. they they believe um, it says here. I guess they're. Excuse me, there's eco-sexual bathhouses. Anyway, this is the whole movement, you guys. And I'm not lying about this. What's shocking about this is that three years ago when this article was written that I'm looking at, they actually said that these eco-sexual people are actually trying to attach the E in LGBTQ+++++. So we already know pedophilia is being added onto that. But now ecosexualism also is, okay? I know. I mean, only on Bible News Radio you hear this type of garbage. But it's sad. It actually says here, um, well, I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm trying not to say, because it's very lewd. It's extremely lewd. But it says here, it says here, um, yeah, I'll read this part. It says, at last year's San Francisco Pride Parade, and this was, written in 2016 so it's actually so last year's it was 2015 according to this okay at last year's san francisco pride parade they led a contingent of over 100 ecosexuals in a ribbon cutting ceremony to officially add an e to the lgbtqi acronym stevens told outside which is a magazine i guess that they believe there are now at least 100,000 people around the world who openly identify as ecosexuals. According to Reed's research, the term ecosexuality has existed since the early 2000s when it started appearing as a self-description on online dating profiles. It wasn't until 2008 that it began its evolution toward a fully-fledged social movement. Uh, and then it says these people's names who... They actually began officiating ecosexual weddings, which means that somebody like, let's say, Mary wanted to marry the tree. Just saying, they actually did that. Okay. So anyway, I am. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to read the rest of this, but what I will tell you is it's a very close tie-in to that witch story, because there are a lot of people who actually believe in this new age stuff and I don't want to say I'm trying not to say bad words because I really want to but you know what I'm talking about which is all the more reason you guys that that the Bible which mine is right here you know 
Ours is right here. Look. The, the, yeah. You were away from the microphone. I don't think they heard you. Yeah. That the Bible, all the more reason why the Bible needs to be read and you need to read it every day. You need to meditate on it. You need to memorize it because the spiritual forces of darkness and wickedness and wickedness in high places are actually so emboldened these days that they are here. And you know, what? I'm going to tell you something. If you're, most of you are an older audience. Okay. I mean, by that, I mean, your grandparents, most of you are, at least that I know of. I mean, there could be a ton of you watching that are in your twenties and thirties. You'd never tell me you're watching, but this is the world our grandchildren and children are raising their kids in. Okay. And these people need the Lord, number one, but they're also entrapped in this darkness. They're so deceived by darkness, whether it's witchcraft or ecosexuality or whatever, that these people are in positions of authority to influence your children. Now, let me ask you something. And my friends actually have admitted to me, oh, yeah, no, I no, I don't think that pedophilia or whatever will ever get, you know, promoted. I don't think transgenderism will ever be promoted to children. Really? Okay, that was 15 years ago. Look at it today. Who's to say that this isn't next to our kids? Just saying. And I'm not trying to be a fear monger. I'm a realist. I've been tracking this agenda and cults and all this for close to 40 years now. The, the homosexual agenda, about 20 years. But spirituality, all that stuff for at least well, close to 40 years. I've been a believer 30, 36, so let's say 36, okay? Um, my point is, is that it's so easy to go to read the Bible and think about the God's veil and all that stuff. We understand the context, but it's here today, you guys. And it is rampant, and largely the church is ignorant of it. They're not looking at it. They don't understand it. Oh, a witch? Oh, yeah, okay, because you know what they're going to do? You know, bewitched was simple. And then <laughs> there was like all these issues about vampires, you know, and all this other stuff. It's like, let's just glorify darkness and make it look pretty. But the end is hell, okay? And I literally mean hell when I say hell. I'm not saying hell is a bad word. I mean hell is in the end is hell for these people if they don't encounter the risen Jesus Christ who can save them and snap them out of the darkness. Just so you know. Yeah, this this you know, this ecosexual thing is nothing new under the sun. What about the virgins thrown into the volcano? I mean, what's with that? Why a virgin? You know, and the whole uh, you know going back to uh, yeah. Egypt with Horus and Iris, Isis, and then yeah, and then the architecture with the the phallic symbol and the and the womb. That we see in Washington D.C., by the way, that we see in, in Vatican City, and it's, it's this, uh, it's this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? This superimposing of sexual energy to the natural uh, world, and you know, we we look at Romans one, and we often think of it in terms of you know homosexuality. But, um, but it's not. It's, it's everything. Yeah. It's, um, Can we thank yeah. our sponsor first? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right, you guys. Hey, you know this is our show every day. Randall and I, we are sponsored by the wonderful ministry of Ariel Ministries. They have a camp every summer. You can go there right there on your screen. Camp Shoshana, School of Messianic Jewish Studies. Great camp. If you guys have the money and time, you should definitely do it for sure. You can learn more money about... You you can what you can what 
Learn more money. <laughs> more money. I don't know why I said that. You can learn more at ariel.org. <laughs> A-R-I-E-L. Go there. Uh, they sponsor us. We are so grateful for their, their sponsorship of the show. You guys, please support them. And one way that they know that you support us is when you go there, you buy something off their website, and you use the coupon code Bible News. That will save you 20% on your purchase. It does not apply to camp, which we have already addressed before, but it does apply to the books, the MP3s, the DVDs, uh, the PDFs that are all for sale there at ariel.org. The other people that support our show are the pillars. Yes, you pillars of our community. I have to say, honestly, when I came up with that, I was that was a brilliant. <laughs> we want you to be a pillar of people. Become a pillar of the community. You know, uphold bare face in me as every single day. We are here faithfully. You know it. If we're not here, we're here even when we're sick. We probably shouldn't be. But you can't, you know, catch a cold through us. But if you want to support our show, become a monthly donor. Please uh, become a monthly donor. You can sign up there on our website. We accept, you know, credit card, PayPal. Uh, and I have a couple of people that donate through a check. You know, every month you can just send a check for whatever amount the Lord lays on your heart to donate to us. We're doing the work, people. So we need that. And, of course, the, the last way that we earn money with this show is uh, through Legal Shield. Yeah, you know, yeah, I do have a lot of fun with this. But you know what? I have to tell you guys, honestly, I love this this company. I, I have, you know, when I first started it a year ago, I was like, eh, I don't know, maybe I can make a little, little extra money, you know, helping support Bible News Radio because that's what I want to do. But, you know, I've really grown to love and appreciate the product because it's it's a great product and everybody needs it. So uh, Legal Shield, um, you can get a member uh, legal plan for $24.95 a month. That's it. And identity theft protection. And if the family plan for identity theft is $24.95 a month, it's $9.95 for an individual. You all should have your identity theft protection anyway. Kim Commando, America's digital goddess, named ID Shield the number one uh, identity theft protection. And you know what? Remember, I keep telling you guys we have a $5 million service guarantee. You know what? Now they just switched it. It is unlimited. Brand new, unlimited. Doesn't matter. It tops $5 million. It could be a billion dollars. It's unlimited. We at ID Shield will do whatever it takes, as long as it takes, to restore your identity to pre-theft status. So I don't know about you, but that's a bold claim. And when Kim Commando, America's digital goddess, says that ID Shield is the one to have, I would listen to her. Just saying. Uh, and so I have mentioned this before. If you sign up for Legal Shield or ID Shield this month, because this is my one-year anniversary this month. And this is only offered to you, my audience. I have not offered this locally at all. Uh, I will give you 20% back on your first month of whatever it is you, you get. And that's it, 20% back. So you sign up for Legal Shield and ID Shield, 20% of that $50 that you're going to pay, I will give back to you. Okay? As my way of saying thank and just celebrating the fact that I've been in this for a whole year uh, and love it. So get in touch with me. You guys know how to get in touch. Uh, just contact me directly through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> wherever Bible News Radio is. You can do that. And or if you're on my text message list, uh, which you can join, you can text Bible News to 33222. And by the way, if you're, you're not on that yet, you should definitely get on it. I send out a scripture every morning 
and I totally forgot to send out an alert about today's show. Can you believe that? I wonder what happened. Uh, you know what it was? I was dealing with Tuggy Bear Face, who is the, the face of evil, actually. Um, Tug has been, like, totally knocking over our trash can constantly. And so when I feed the dogs, I have to watch Tug to make sure he isn't going to eat Grover's food. Yeah, I know. But anyway, um, I'm trying to grow that text message list. So if you have friends that you think might like our show or might want a verse of the day, just let me know or let them know and have them text to join. Um, it's free. It's free to join. I pay for the service, but it's free to join. And, um, and I will be doing a contest soon for a copy of my book, Pickleball Faith, um, on inspiration on and off the court. So you can only be in that if you're going to be on my text message list. So, all right, back to Bearface. Back, um, back to Bearface. There he is. Yeah, here am I. Here son you are. Stacey. Um, you know, I was saying Romans chapter one, we often read that and think in terms of homosexuality, which it does get into um, in verse 26. But prior to that, mm -hmm. um, let's start in verse 22 here. Uh, claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who was blessed forever. Amen. Which I alluded to earlier. Right. So, in the in the same thought, the same sentence, that therefore God gave them up and lost their hearts, the dishonoring of their bodies, is along the same line of worshiping and serving the creator rather than the creator. So, I didn't think of it until now, but um, I mean, it seems to me like that covers up, I mean, that covers the uh, you know, whole eco-sexual thing. And then, oh yeah, and then going on, it talks about for this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions, you know, women exchanging natural relations, and you know, and men burning, you know, men committing shameless acts with men, you know, so women with women, men with men, you know, that you know, homosexuality is dealt with there, but it almost seems to me in verses twenty four and twenty five could uh, deal with the whole. Um, eco-sexual thing just saying but yeah but they're they actually say that they believe this is a way to save the earth <laughs> i mean seriously you guys this, this is this is in the article if you look if you look i'm not going to tell you where the article is i guess if you, I, want, if you really want to know i will send it to you privately i'm not posting it on my facebook page i mean it can't be but, uh, um but i there's got to be some <laughs> misconstrued purpose in someone's head because I can't imagine doing it just for the fun of it to you know but, I mean, really, is to it, seek intimate relationships with a tree or a mound of dirt or, is, it, you know. is, it, is it one step above an inanimate object though I mean if you think about it there's a massive sex toy industry out there mm -hmm. by the way I do not participate in it in case you're snarky and thinking oh yeah well you should know right whatever um, but I will say, I used to go to ch a church where a woman actually 
shared with me. Oh yeah. I'm like, I did not need to know that about you. Thank you for sharing. But that was TMI. You know, you just can't look at somebody the same way. (laughs) Stuff like that. It's like, ah, I mean, yeah. And you know, Satan's laughing, you know, he's like having a good old field day, literally with, with with this. See what you did there. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Hmm. Oh, okay. Breaking news. Ariel Ministries just texted me. Wait, hold on a second. I sent an email. Thanks. Appreciate. Okay, wait. Blah, blah. Okay, just want to let you know that the Lord has provided the two cooks needed for Camp Shoshana. I don't know any more details than that, but thanks so much for your part in that. All right. There you go, people. The power of Bible News Radio. Okay, so there you go. So so no cooks are needed now, Ariel, because we have talked about that. All right, so tomorrow is free for all Friday. I actually was thinking tomorrow was Thursday, but it's not. Today's Thursday. <laughs> yeah, all it's, day. It's been a long day, people. Just saying. You guys have oh, any comments or questions? We got like two minutes left of the show. We're gonna we're gonna actually end the show on time today. I I hope. So what did you think about today's show? Was it a good show? Hey, it's Cheryl. Hey, that's my girlfriend there. I I don't mean girlfriend in a gay way. <laughs> that's my friend. That's my big sister actually. She's super older than me, and I love her. Yeah, I do. Uh. So yes, don't be mad at me for saying that. I want a picture of your new dog, man. You gotta text me a picture of your your new puppy. <laughs> uh, all right, any feedback on the show? Hmm? Okay, let's see here. All right. Did you learn anything new on today's show? I certainly hope so. <laughs> Yeah, I know you mean that hey is in hey, not like, like, hey, hey, <laughs> that's a rebuke. Hey, I know it because I, I know you. <laughs> You're like, hey, don't be saying that about me. Okay. All right. Well, no feedback on today's show, huh? Okay. Well, here's the deal, you know, um, you know, on a serious note, I want you to pray for us, pray for Randall and me. Uh, you know, we really are, we really need an increase in income. Uh, Rand, by the way, you guys, Randall has a company and we need that company to get making some money. So here's the thing. Do you know anybody who can make video, like who needs oh. video making for their business, for, you know, for, you know, for whatever, you know, Randall is an excellent video maker er. He's a videographer. He is talented. He's a great editor. He's he puts in original music. Chapel Hill Media, I happen to be co owner of, but Chapel Hill Media, your story exceptionally told. Just so you know, hey, we're looking for small business owners, you know, or anybody that needs some video because this is Randall's business when he's not running Bible News Radio behind the scenes, teaching you Bible studies. Um, you know, and take care of me, um, you know, please consider using him, using his service. And if you know anybody, just please refer them to us, at least so that Randall could give him a quote, you know, and all that. I mean, he's super affordable, super good at what he does. And, uh, and I'm not just saying that I, 
he's great. He's really great. Randall is awesome and talented. He's seen, yeah, Cheryl's seen it. So, yeah, so, you know, please pray for us that the Lord would provide that income because it's tight. It's super tight, just so you know. And we're not taking anything from the government to help us out like some of you are. So we, you know, we, we need to, you know, what I'm saying is, Boy, is I know some of like you live like, words. no, it's not fighting words. What I'm saying is I know that some people are on disability or, or unemployment. We're not. So we're trying to work, you know, and I know there's reasons for that, but we're, we're working two and three jobs here to try to get, you know, our ends met. Is that right yeah i mean yeah. to to meet our obligations our basic obligations you know we're not spendthrifts at all uh you know we, we don't just go ahead and charge up our credit cards and then file bankruptcy because we feel like it like my family member oh, don't did. you think we need a new jet <sighs> yeah we do no <laughs> you know our cars are 13 years old you know they're paid for and you know we don't have cable tv some of you do we don't you know, we don't go out to extravagant dinners, you know. Yeah, I mean, not that we're judging, but we're just being honest. A lot of people will moan and groan about being broke and stuff, but they're not doing anything to try to earn money. We're, we're here. We're here every day. You guys see it. And so we're just asking for you for a prayer and for referrals. If you know anybody that needs my service or Randall's service or wants to just support this show, then please, please support it. Okay. Yeah. Thank All right, you. people. And that's it. So I uh, hope I didn't offend anybody there, but it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> it wasn't intended. All right. So be bold, people, like I just was. Stand up <laughs> and go with God because he loves you. And we'll see you tomorrow.